keto doctors having heart attacks. So I posted a couple of these now on my Twitter feed. There's a guy who is a chiropractor. Of course, he calls himself doctor, um, but he's called Dr. So-and-so. And and he has a uh, book on Amazon talking about supposedly heart disease. Now, don't ask me how or why a chiropractor knows about heart disease. I have no idea whatsoever, but he had a stroke or heart attack that has been highly publicized on Twitter. And it's obviously horrific because he's only like 35 years old. Of course, he's one of these keto carnivore type people. Another doctor, well, there's three so far. Another doctor who who I think actually is a doctor also had a heart attack or stroke. I think his name was like Dr. Toth maybe or Troth or something like that. I don't remember. I reposted some of the posts on my Twitter feed. Um, but another doctor had a massive heart attack. Um, actually, this guy was a stroke because he said it's really hard to type right now because he's seeing double and he has a tough time typing. But many of his posts, a lot of his followers pulled up some of his old posts where he says, I'm not afraid of LDL cholesterol. What I'm more afraid of is something else. I forget what it was. But definitely, these doctors are doing the public a huge disservice. Um, There was a third one, too. So there's three doctors, and I don't remember the third one's name, but I reposted most of these and reshared them, not saying anything mean about them, but just like, listen, people, this is a serious condition. Let us take care of it for you. Let us get your LDL cholesterol down so that you don't have some of these like horrific end-stage results. You cannot really recover from a stroke. Sure, if it's a minor stroke, you could recover a little bit, maybe get some of your function back. And in some cases, if you got to a place fast enough, you might recover fully. We don't know. But like, why have we let this happen? Why are we okay with this? Like, why are we saying that it's fine and blah, blah, blah? You know, it's not fine. It's horrific. Um, The one thing I will say, if you are a person on keto or carnivore, please don't be an idiot. Like I keep telling these people, you can do that diet if you want to. Just let us treat your cholesterol. If we treat your cholesterol down to normal numbers, you can have your diet and eat it too. They're like, well, I love eating steak. Okay, eat steak. I can't speak for the cancer risks, the inflammation risks and diabetes risks and all that. But I can tell you, if you really want to eat tons of saturated fat, you know, putting butter on your steak and, you know, butter and everything, whatever, egg yolks galore, you know, what have you, if you want to eat tons and tons of saturated fat and tons and tons of cholesterol, you are going to have problems. Um, It's not benign and there are serious consequences. And unfortunately, these two or three people had these serious consequences. And we know the data. I keep repeating these studies over and over and over again, starting with the CARDIA trial. I'm sorry, starting with the PISA trial, the pre the prevention of early subclinical atherosclerosis. They looked mainly at young people, no calcium scores, no obesity, no diabetes, low BMI. You know, they're not obese. They followed these people around for, I think it was like 36 years or 40 years. I don't, I don't even remember at this point. Um, they're all in my cholesterol book. If you want my cholesterol book, it's almost out. Go to drallo.net slash cholesterol. You can sign up to be notified right away when it's out. But they looked at these young people. Um, I think the average age was like 40, 42 maybe. And they had nothing else other than high LDL. And the ones that had the highest LDLs had the first earliest heart attacks and strokes, regardless of anything else, regardless of whether or not they had diabetes, insulin resistance, you know, what have you, they all had heart attacks based on their LDL cholesterols. Another trial was even stricter. 
They looked at 18 to 30-year-olds, literally like the youngest of the young. No inflammation, no diabetes, no heart disease, no calcium scores, no obesity, no other risk factors. They're just young, lean, athletic, young people, what have you, very low BMIs, not obese. And same thing happened. Based on their LDL cholesterol only, the time to first event was predicted. If they had very, very high LDL cholesterols, their time to first event was the shortest, meaning events, meaning like heart attacks, strokes, you know, cardiovascular events. You know, we call those MACE, M-A-C-E, Major Adverse Cardiovascular Events. They had their first heart attack or stroke the soonest because they had the highest LDLs. And anybody in those cohorts that had the lowest LDL cholesterols had the longest times to first events where they had like really long delays to first events. The next trial that I always like to cite is the PRECAD trial. P-R-E-C-A-D. This looked at the um, PISA cohorts and looked at imaging studies where they looked at their um, femoral arteries, they looked at their aortas, they looked at all these other areas of their heart using 3D ultrasound, and they found plaque regression or progression. The plaques got either worse or better um, within six years. And these are soft plaques, obviously. These are not calcified. Calcified plaques aren't going to get better or worse in a matter of years, right? Um, but they looked at soft plaque and they found that it either regressed or got worse depending on how high their LDL was. The same exact cohort from the PISA trial. And the PISA trial, if you're not familiar with this, looked at, you know, can we predict subclinical atherosclerosis? This is atherosclerosis long before it's plugging up your arteries, long before you're symptomatic, long before you have atherosclerosis or chest pain or symptoms or what have you. Um, it is a longitudinal study that looked at that. They found that People with a quote-unquote normal LDL, which at the time was up to 130, but people with a 110, 45% of them had atherosclerosis. If it was 130, 55% had atherosclerosis, and if it was 150, almost 70% had atherosclerosis. So these are very, very high numbers, and it's really, really sad that people haven't learned from these studies. The whole point of doing these studies was to find out what happens to young people if they're otherwise healthy, young, and doing well. But uh, all we have is a high uh, LDL or a high, you know, whatever, you know, if you look at all smokers, all diabetics, all whatever, and there wasn't a lot of them in these uh, cohorts. They're very young, healthy, mostly normal people. So I hope that helps. We talk about this kind of stuff every day in my community. If you want to join it, go to dralnet slash community. We have weekly Zooms and we talk about this stuff on the app. You can chat and text me directly and I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace.